Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. It was early evening at the Lane Farm on Willow Road. Jane Plummer had dropped in for a little while, and when she started home, Randy had walked with her as far as the little gate which separated the two farms. They'd stopped to chat, and while they were reminiscing pleasantly about the carefree days when they were growing up, they'd heard a car pull into the driveway. It was Bill Mead. Jane had called him over and introduced him to Peggy's cousin, for the two young men had never met before. After a few minutes, Randy had gone back to the house, leaving Bill to walk Jane to her door. Now, Randy enters the farmhouse where Peggy is alone in the living room looking through the library books Jane brought her from town. Randy? Yeah? You got back awfully soon. So? How come? Well, I thought you'd probably stay over Jane for a while. Oh, no, no. We got to talking on our way over. Then Bill Mead came along. Bill? Oh. Did you meet him? Sure. Jane introduced us. Well, uh, where is he? He's walking Jane home. I thought I'd better come in. I promised Mom I'd fix the ironing board, and she said she was going to need it first thing tomorrow morning. Oh, well, I'm glad you're going to do something about that darn thing. He has a bad habit of collapsing all of a sudden. We've been struggling with it for weeks. <laughs> well, you won't have to anymore. You know me, the old fixer-upper. <laughs> yes. You're a very handy man to have around the house. Well, that's my loyal little cousin. It isn't just loyalty. I really mean it. You've no idea how much it matters to a woman. Knowing a man can take care of little things like that. <laughs> to a woman. Funny, I can't get used to the idea. Well, I am a woman. Oh, yeah, sure you are, but... Well, I, I keep remembering that little girl with long curls I said goodbye to when I went overseas. You sound as if you like her better than you like me. No, no. But I think I knew her better. This new gal rather puzzles me. Puzzles you? How, Randy? I thought I was as simple as a glass of water. <laughs> Whatever made you think that? You're anything but. Well, Randy, if there's something you'd like me to explain, I'd be very happy to oblige. I don't want you to be at sea, even in a figurative sense, now that you've come home finally. Fair enough. You want to tell me just what goes on in that funny little head of yours? Why not? At least I will if I know the answers myself. Sometimes even I get a little mixed up about what I think. I'll bet you do. Well, I'm waiting. Aren't you going to ask me questions? Sure you don't mind my putting on a Big Brother act? Of course not, Randy. If anybody has a right to ask me questions, you have. Okay, here goes. I think we'd better start with Bill Mead. Oh. I was wondering when you were going to say something. You know, I've been awfully curious to meet that guy, after hearing so much about him. Yes. And, um... What did you think of him, now that you have? Well, of course, we didn't talk much just now, but... Well, he sounded like a pretty good egg. Just pretty good? Well, you know how I am. I like to reserve judgment until I've known a guy for a while. But as far as I could see, he's a good enough Joe. Jane seems to be sold on him. Mom, too. In fact, the only dissenting voice is Lefty. He goes to the other extreme. I know. 
just because he thinks Bill gave me what Lefty calls a raw deal. Do you think he did, Peggy? Well, I... I guess I did at one time. But I don't anymore, now that I understand. Now that you understand what? Well, what made him do the things he did. I see. Peggy, where does Nicholas Dorn come into the picture? Nicholas? Why, you know about that, Randy. I'm not sure I do. Well, it may seem rather odd to you about our postponing the wedding. But, you know, Randy, that was Nick's idea, not mine. I'm perfectly willing to marry Nicholas. Isn't willing a kind of funny way to put it, Peggy? You don't marry people because you're willing to. What I meant was, Nicholas isn't willing to marry me. Of course not. Not unless he's darn sure you feel more positive about it than you seem to. Nicholas isn't so dumb. I suppose he figures there's no point in sticking his neck out. Unless you've made up your mind once and for all about Bill Mead. And that's what I'm trying to get at, Peggy. Have you made up your mind? Oh, Randy, I don't... Oh, I wonder... That's probably Bill now. I said he'd stop in. Come in. Hello. Oh, come on in, Bill. We're in the living room. Hello, Peggy. Hello, Bill. Nice to see you. Did you take Jane home? Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, she's a swell kid. We had quite a talk. Yeah, Jane's quite a girl. Always sensible and straightforward. She was like that even as a kid. That's so. Jane was always the one who got us out of scrapes. Remember, Randy? Yeah, <laughs> sure do. Oh, well, I'm stalling long enough. I'd better get out in the kitchen and get to work. If Mom comes home from that meeting, I haven't kept my promise. Oh, I think Aunt Mary would forgive you. Oh, yeah, she'd forgive me, all right, but I'd rather she didn't have to. So, if you two can worry along without me. All right, Randy. I'll uh, come out and make some chocolate after a while. Oh, fine. See you later, Bill. Yeah, Randy. Hey, your cousin's quite a guy. I like him. I'm glad. I've always thought you would. Well, Bill, how have you been? Pretty good, Peggy. How about you? Oh, everything's been calm and peaceful out here, as usual. You're lucky. Calm and peaceful. Gosh, I can hardly remember what those words mean. Oh, never mind, Bill. They'll come back to you sometime. Maybe sooner than you think. Has, um... Anything new happened, by the way? Yeah. That's why I came out. I wanted you to know. Oh, Aunt Mary and I were talking just this morning, wondering how things stood. Well, I'm beginning to see daylight, finally. The whole business will be settled pretty soon, now. I was served with the divorce papers yesterday. The papers? You mean it's all over? Oh, no. Far from it. I only wish it were all over. Well, if you got these papers, now what happens, Bill? Well, the trial itself comes next. You see, the papers are made up by Kit's lawyer. They give all the reasons why Kit's asking for the divorce. Oh. They make me feel sort of like a heel, the way they put things. Oh, but you don't have to worry about that, do you? Isn't it just a form they use? Well, no, not entirely. Naturally, it's not a very friendly deal, but... Well, I'm not worrying about that. Well, that's good, Bill. You shouldn't. But I do dread going up to Stanton for the trial. Yes, I can imagine. But, Bill, do you have to? Can't you just stay away? Well, I thought I could at first, but according to Angus McKillop, I have to turn up and present my side of the case about wanting custody of the kid. See, otherwise the case is closed, and the only way I could hope to get a change in the decision would be if I discovered some new evidence, something that happened after it's all over. I see. And 
I guess that's not very likely, is it? No, it isn't. Well, Bill, you know I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Peggy. It makes me feel swell to know that you and Aunt Mary are pulling for me. We are. For all we're worth. At least it's a big relief to know everything will be settled within a week. Within a week? That is soon. Yeah, that's one good part of it. Once these things do get rolling, they go through very quickly. And I'd hate to have some long, drawn-out affair. Of course you would. I know just how you feel, Bill. When I had that, oh, you know, all that trouble in Chicago, the part I hated more than anything was having to be in court. All the questions. You feel like you're an exhibit or something. Yeah, that's it. All your private life's laid out for everybody to look at. I hate to think of it. Yeah. But as I said, you don't mind so much when you know it's not going to last very long. And when you know it means you're going to come out of it with your freedom. Yes. Peggy, there's so many things I haven't been able to say. Oh, Bill, there's no need I to. couldn't talk to you and tell you how I feel while everything was up in the air the way it's been. Peggy, the divorce should be final within a week. I... I'd like to make a date with you then. A date, Bill? Yeah. There's something I want to ask you. When I have my freedom. Peggy knew very well what this question was that Bill intended to ask her when he had his freedom. And yet, even if he were free, there was still an obstacle between them. There was still his baby son, the child whose mother Peggy thought to be Kit Mead. When she remembered that fact, what could her answer be? But what Peggy Douglas didn't know was that this obstacle was not real. For the child Bill believes to be his is really Lisa Fenner's son.